And welcome to another episode of Dos Nasicos. This is episode number 27. You got it. That is, wow. Nailed it. As always, I am your host, David. I'm Stuart. And I'm Ben. Thanks for joining us for uh, another one. Uh, as we've been doing in the last couple weeks, or the last three weeks, uh, we're going to be jumping straight into our Street Sharks portion of this episode. Street Sharks, Street Sharks. is uh season two episode one uh i don't remember what the name of the title was what shark was quest shark quest which was which was uh su- surprisingly absent was a quest yeah, I, I don't get why they uh, called it this episode shark quest. i mean i get the other ones but what was the quest i don't remember there being anyone that, issuing any type quest. of quest there wasn't a quest at all <laughs> so um you know, as we're jumping into, or we're as we're shark diving into wow. this episode. Oh, he did it! <laughs> I, I feel like there the the TV show is actually almost turning into like a radio like variety show where they are just constantly are just hitting the sound bites. Shark dive, awesome, breeding friendly. Anything to get there. They are literally just using it because I think that they're like, well, we we paid how much for these phrases? Yeah. The show well, we gotta we gotta really cost these averages out. The show is really just a vessel for shark, uh, you know, shark puns. Yeah, shark puns, shark, you know, feeding frenzy, you know, jawsome, all the all the everything. It's just yeah, a vessel. They, they just write the plot oh, around that shark attack. So, um, guys, thoughts on this episode? Uh, I think they must have got an influx of funding uh, for season two because the production value is night and day from season yeah, one seriously <laughs> like the, an- um, the animation is a lot smoother a lot cleaner <laughs> the music is a lot more uh higher higher production value wait 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 actually it's not more rocking we're talking about huh. the animation there was a part where kind of irked me when they're playing pool right did you, did you mm-hmm. see that <laughs> D- david did, did you see the pool balls did you, did you see the pool balls <laughs> How many pool tables do you see are all stripes? Including the eight ball is a stripe. Maybe he's so good that he got rid oh, of Oh, okay. The he's, he's just that good yeah. that all of them are stripes when he breaks. But when he goes... Or maybe he just ate all of them because yeah. he thought they were gum. Oh, you're, I don't know. You're, you're he's right, a shark. Right. Actually, uh, sharks don't can't actually see solid colors. They only see in stripes. Oh. Okay. So we're, oh. we're actually seeing uh, from their perspective oh, the right, pool tables. Right. So that's oh, why shark in the next pack. scene when he's playing again, it's the one magically turns into a solid. Yeah, because we're watching it from uh, from uh, Ben's from Ben's uh, perspective. Wait, wait, wait. You know the side the sidekick. Oh, oh yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And Makes then sense. when it goes in, it's it's a stripe. Yeah, again. it's it's pretty obvious, Ben. Like I don't see why you have to get and hung then up on it. He goes for another ball, and the one's magically back. Yeah, because we switch back, <laughs> all right? Jesus. Like, get with it, Ben. It's not rocket science. It might as well be, because I don't understand what the fuck is going on. I thought there was one thing that noticed. Uh, you guys are talking about production value. Did anybody notice that Dr. Paran- uh, Paranoid or Dr. Paradigm, his voice is different than yeah, season think, one? Did they get a new voice so. actor? It, it sounds, sounds like it. It sounds a lot different. Definitely sounds like it. Okay. Uh, b- before we uh, shark dive out of this one. Uh, favorite moment or favorite character? Well, 
Uh, my favorite moment was not actually part of the episode. It was part of the new uh, intro. Um, <laughs> they buy. My, they yeah, buy. Definitely. The, this is where we were talking about last week where I didn't like, how come I got two different, you know, uh, Street Sharks theme songs? And this is why, because season two has the new uh, high production value one. Uh, but it was at the end of the intro where you just see streaks like playing drums for like a half a second. Oh yeah. Uh, I don't know if you guys caught that, but that made me laugh. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why. It's a street um, sharks on it. Yeah, and he's got streaks in the back, just jamming out on yeah. the drums. That was my, that was my favorite part. I'm looking forward to whatever episode, uh, that is that part actually happens in. <laughs> What if it goes the entire series? Then I'll be never get the... I'll be beside myself, David. Okay. All right. We'll make sure to I'll send in a letter. And be like, hey, can you promise me that we actually get some <laughs> drumming action, or else we're gonna lose Stu's viewers. Wait, are you sending yeah, it to? Are you sending it to YouTube or? Yeah. You're gonna send uh, it to Vi- Viacom. <laughs> Street the Deek. Uh, <laughs> right? they're, they're the ones who uh, do this, right? You know, at the end. Yeah. <laughs> Deek. All right, uh, Ben. I gotta say. My favorite part was when they were arguing with the, the police officer, right? And he says, oh. no, you're coming with me. And he just, like, puts one handcuff on one of them. And I don't remember which ones they were, but the two sharks looked at each other and just like, oh, no. And it's just like, it was just one handcuff on one hand. They could easily break out of it. And they're just like, oh, no, we're doomed. And doesn't he break out of it by... Doesn't, uh, what's the hammerhead's name? Oh, Jab. Jab. Doesn't he get out of it by just like, oh, I'll show you. I and think then he just like, chomps yeah. it. Yeah, he yeah. chomps it and then he goes, yeah. he's free. He goes, you got it all wrong. We're not the ones. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, for me, fav- favorite one, favorite character was the the security guard at the Oh, the man, store. his voice acting. <laughs> I can't even, I don't even want to try. But I just was like, what was happening to this guy? Every that, every line is getting more intense. <laughs> you gotta get out. Yeah. Well, you that, said you did. You said you didn't want to try, and yet you I did, still did. I, I couldn't help it. It just I, it just came out. So, um, so yeah. Tune in next week. We'll be covering the second episode. We'll see how many episodes we can get through before all of uh, them. Yeah, we before we decide that we want all of to, them. Easy answer. Other, yeah, fine. All right. We switch over to some other nostalgia. Um, I was engaged on uh, Big Bad Beetleborgs. Wow. Metallics? I had a conversation. Yeah. Uh, no, the first oh, okay. first season first. And then they turned into Metallics. But really glad. I We just made a super fan out of uh, James Chatham. He's uh, one of my coworkers. We started talking about it. And the fact that you know what that is, Ben, and I'm sure Stu also knows what that is because he was also born in the uh, – he was also raised in the 90s. Uh, that'll make him extremely happy when he gets to hear this episode about – you know, big bad be- beetleborgs. Yeah, big bad beetleborgs, and we'll, we'll we'll talk about it a little bit later. But he was just telling me about um how they borrowed some of the scenes from their their specialty is that they borrowed a lot of the fight scenes from the Japanese version, and they just kind of just chopped them in. Isn't that this, into the show? Isn't that all those yeah, shows? Isn't that all did they, what they do? Did they do all that? Oh, Power so, Rangers, uh, I, VR yeah. Troopers. Oh, VR Troopers. Mystic Dude, they had a car one. that opens the doors and it flies. I had that one. I had yeah, that one it's... as a kid. <laughs> but it, it's even more jarring because of the fact that Big Bay Beetleborgs is like the kids that are like under 12. Maybe they're 9 or 10 or yeah, something. Yeah, it's like, like Power Rangers Turbo. But then when... 
I didn't watch Well, Power one of them was Rangers. like that, and he magically grew up. Where they're like kids, and then all of a sudden they magically grow up to become adults yeah. all of a sudden? Yeah. they transform? <laughs> okay. Well, I'll leave you to do some research on that. Yeah. Um, so we're going to jump straight into our box office rundown. Um, I don't know if this is considered a surprise or not, but a newcomer to the number, a new challenger. Uh, number one is Sonic Woo! the Hedgehog with $58 million hey. as a Valentine's Day yeah. surprise. It's a very, uh, it's a very two, sensual mm. movie. <laughs> number two uh, is Birds of Prey, colon Harley Quinn, or Harley Quinn. Yeah, that Birds one. Of, I don't know. Whatever. I, yeah, whatever we want to call it, and the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. Uh, number two, number three, Fantasy Island with 12.3. Fo- the Photograph at number four with 12.18. Bad Boys for Life drops from number two to number five. 1917 slides from three to number six. Number seven, actually in the top ten since uh, the last time it was here, is Parasite. Yeah. The Oscar, Oscar-winning you know, Best Picture uh, with $5.6 million, Jumanji The Next Level is still holding strong. Damn. Number eight, from down from number five, Doolittle, down from number four, is now number nine. And a new uh, newcomer to the top ten is Downhill with 4.6. Our movie from two weeks ago was The Gentleman. Uh, that's at 2.7. That falls out of the top ten. And Little Women, Gretel and Hansel, and Knives Out. And uh, Star Wars Episode Nine all fall out of the top ten. Uh, gentlemen, any comments, questions, concerns? I will say that uh, well, I I thought that Parasite was gonna do a little better, and I'm, I am a little surprised that it got back in the top ten. Oscar yeah, bump. well, it's the Oscar bump and the fact that they released it onto more theaters because of that Oscar bump. They released it into a bunch of theaters. 2000 to be damn exactly yeah so I'm, I'm glad it's doing well it definitely deserves it Re- you know really like that film now for harley quinn man oof, it things are not looking good for harley quinn it is <laughs> it uh i mean if we're comparing it to the other dc movies it is definitely at the very bottom even though it has a better critic score i would say <laughs> Uh, so you think maybe it just doesn't have as uh, widespread? I think it was the marketing. Uh, I, I think it's just the marketing, honestly. Uh, oh, because a lot of people probably thought it was a, a movie, an auto. Uh, what is it? The uh, Nature Autobahn yeah, or whatever. Yeah, like that. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> not Autobahn. The Nature I know Autobahn. The auto- wait, wait. No, I know Autobahn is Stu. I know why you're you're giggling because I know <laughs> I, I screwed up what it's actually called, but you know what I'm talking about. I'm what is it actually? No, not that. It's when animals go really, really fast. <laughs> the long distances in Germany. In, no speed limit. In Germany. No speed limit. <laughs> yeah, oh no my speed limit. I, I really don't know what I'm looking for. I don't even know what you were yeah, trying what, to say. What the hell's a nature I don't know either. Bar. All right. Uh, <laughs> Stu, any thoughts? Surprise it. Are you surprised that... Okay. Uh, since we were talking about Birds of Prey, and that's our movie of this week, they're going to have a tough time. Do you think they're going to be able to recruit their $89 million it costs to be able to... Re, uh, be able to no. produce this film unfortunately no it looks like it's oh. gonna be a tax write-off uh sorry I, warner brothers yeah i am those pretty surprised that uh in just the first week sonic has uh made more. almost <laughs> almost made more than harley the birds of prey movie has total gross 
Yeah, because it's Sonic. Uh, it's Jim Carrey. And it's our movie of next week, right? 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 Yeah. Well, I'm right. in for okay, that. Okay, cool. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing else right, out, cool. right? I guess it is. Sonic the Hedgehog. I'm good. I think well, it's I, not that much of a stretch since Ben has already probably seen it twice by true. the time we get Probably to it. Three. I am. I forgot to redeem my four dollar Sonic movie ticket oh, from T-Mobile. No. Ad, from Adam. Adam. Yeah. Oh dang! I claimed it and I didn't do anything with it. What? So, so okay, serves me right. All right. Well, uh, I'm sure if 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 this was like pre episode twenty, Ben, he'd probably be saying, "I'm not surprised. Sonic the Hedgehog is a." Uh, a, a G-rated movie. It was a holiday weekend. Lots of kids and their parents went to go see the movie. And it's animated slash live action. Not yeah, surprised. so you don't have to tell you it's anymore. One. You already know it. Yeah, just take, just take five. Take five, Ben. Let David do this. Yeah, excellente. Uh, Stu, any other thoughts about this top ten surprises? Uh, no. Uh, no, it doesn't look like it. I, I mean, okay. Fantasy Island. What, that's a, that's supposed to be a horror movie or a scary movie, right? Or, I don't know, scary movie, but I don't know what scary movies are these I days. I think they stopped making those movies. I think it ended with five. Yeah. Or was it six? No, there. I think there was a six. It says, Fantasy Island, a horror adaptation of the popular 70s TV show about Magical Island Resort. I think it was like one of those like contestant shows, right? Oh, where okay. like Fantasy Island, where they all welcome to Fantasy Island, <laughs> where all your dreams will come true. I don't know. All right, all right, we ruined it for everybody. All right, great. Okay, um, so we're just gonna jump straight into our movie of the week. Hang week, on, which is hang on oh. a goddamn minute, David. Oh. Go ahead, Stu. We've been all on the gas, and we need to hit. We need to pump the brakes here yeah. a little bit, David. Huh? We. Ben and I need to have, we have something that we need to get off yeah. our chest. Something that's been eating, eating us to our core since last week when we forgot to talk yeah. about it. Oh, oh, please do. You have, you and Ben both have the floor. Go ahead. We went to go see The Room, <sighs> but, but not just a regular room oh, no. showing. This was, cool. this was the fabled, I don't even know what you call it experience it was the room experience where man it is just it was great it was like being in mystery science theater live like you were you could it was interactive an interactive room experience yeah like ben can you elaborate for me oh man like pretty much everyone there you know everyone in there knew what they were in for you know like it was just pandemonium. Everyone was just screaming and yelling the whole time. People were, like, chucking things at the screen. Like, people were running around. Everyone had all these cues and shit. Like, everyone knew. It was, it was, ah, it, it's indescribable almost of how much of a good experience it, it, it was. It, yeah, it was one of the best movie experiences I've ever yeah. had. Like, uh, like, so there's a scene. I don't know if I'll, I actually I don't know if I want to tell give away too much about it, but uh, I don't know if you've ever heard about it. But this is apparently a thing that's been going on probably since when the movie came yeah. out, where people just they come and they just everyone's just shouting and riffing on the movie. Every, you know, everyone's just got you know these things, and I'm I'm really excited to go try, uh, see it again. Uh, see this okay. again. How how often do these? Uh events happen i'm not quite sure but the one we went to in santa Ana, there's another one on march 14th so mark your calendar because we're f- 
fucking going to yeah. that one. Okay. All right. Um, so is it kind of like reminiscent of like the Rocky Horror Picture shows and just like the experience, like the whole things like an experience? Yeah, kind of like that, except it, I feel like this one is a lot rowdier, a lot more. Yeah, cool. you, you don't have to, you don't have to dress in drag yeah. either. So. I mean, you, you could dress up. That's a, that's you, a plug. You can dress up. I mean, it's dressing up is encouraged. I'm yeah. sure. I mean, that, that guy and did. Participation also very much sure encouraged. <laughs> uh, which character did you dress up as were you tommy uh well i didn't have my tux so (laughs) for those who are you know listening to our podcast about movies i'm hoping that you know what the room is if you watch any films this is one of them you should have already put in your uh backlog so at least have an idea of what's going on so yeah uh march 14th you said yeah saturday march 14th 10 p.m downtown santa ana Frida Theater. Shout out to the Frida. Uh, uh, ticket prices? I have I no idea. Like 10 bucks. Yeah. What? Wow. Uh, is there any encouragement to bring oh, certain yes. things? Oh, or we yes. We put it in the chat. What would you... Ah, okay. Oh, okay. So... Supreme yes. Oreos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and spoons? Yeah. yeah, a thousand spoons. Just show up, show up with a lot of plastic yeah. spoons. You're going to want a lot. Okay, any other tips for uh, our room experience virgins? I think it's best if you go in knowing as little as possible about the experience itself. What I'm not sure of is if it would be better to have never seen the room before or if you are aware of what the room is. I think it would help beforehand. At least knowing kind of like... At least watching it once, not knowing it in depth, I think would help knowing Mm -hmm. like, oh, this is... I'm expecting something that possibly could happen at this point, yeah. and then seeing what they've done with it, I think that's a good yeah, way to yeah. look at it. Um, but I think there's a lot of people who haven't not seen that have already seen the room, so like going in completely blank canvas might be a whole different experience yeah. altogether. I think you might. If I'm, I'm trying to imagine someone who's never even heard of it showing up to it and just being like, "God, I wish everyone would be quiet so I can follow the story," <laughs> but. Um, it would probably be best to be at least be a little aware of it being that silly movie that is just known for being awful. What about the uh, the adaptation or the movie about Tommy Wiseau's life, filming the movie that was done by James Franco? Is that necessary? No, no, I would no, because that, that's just kind of it's not. I would say that's not necessary. Not a prereq for this. Okay. All right. Well, uh, I look forward to that. It sounded like you guys had a lot of yeah. fun. Oh yeah. With that, and uh, you guys are obviously very interested in doing it again. And I'm sure uh, the second time around is. Pro- I feel like you guys are part of like this club almost now that you guys are like trying to initiate other people into. I think that's actually kind of cool. So, yeah, it, I look forward to it. I mean, I'm looking forward to getting more experience, getting my experience up because uh, if there, when we're there. And I'm curious if it's going to be, if we're going to see the same antics. I'm sure we'll see a lot of the same antics, but is everything going to be quite the same? Or will be different people have different riffs and takes on, you know, things to say? That's what I'm kind of excited for. Okay. Well, I'm sure you guys will be able to go, oh, this was a way different experience than blah, blah, blah. Or, oh, it was the same. So um, I look forward to getting some of that feedback. So stay tuned. I'm pretty sure we'll just do a special episode just around that. Uh, just to be able to talk about a little bit of the experiences that were be had by the two of you. You guys can talk about how it was before, 
how it was on your second try, and then uh, we'll we'll see where yeah. we go from there. Yeah, it sounds like a plan. Perfect. All right. Well, uh, with that reprieve, we'll just jump right into our movie of the week this week. Thank you guys for your. Uh, well, actually, let's do this. Uh, for your, since you guys gave us a little bit of background on it, what would you guys rate in terms of, like if you had to give it like a rate? The experience or. Uh huh. This experience plus movie. You can do them well, separately. Well, we movie know the, on its own. Blah blah blah. Well, we know then... we know the movie on its own is not going to get if you're just look if you're not looking at it for what it actually is like if you're mm-hmm. actually trying to a view cult it, classic you mean yeah if you're not viewing it through the lens of it being a cult classic then it's probably like the, probably one of the lowest scores of any movie ever. Yep, and you could probably Google that pretty easily. So uh, we'll go with experience. Uh, ben. The experience, man, if I can give anything higher than a 10, I would. I totally would. Okay. Yeah. I con- Stu? I concur. This was wow. This was Holy the second crap. 10 out of 10, uh, with the first one being 1917. Uh, and But this, this whole thing was just, wow. I was, the entire time, it was just a great time. Well, it's not a 3D experience. It's a 4D experience, yeah. right? You guys You're are living participating. It. You guys are... It, it, it you're watching it it's watching you you're doing stuff it's doing stuff to you i'm sure yeah it sounds great like i i was there was one moment one part where someone said something someone you know just shouted something out at the at the screen and i was laughing for like 20 to 30 seconds yeah, I, I remember that. just from the what <laughs> just from the one the one thing someone said it's, it's amazing <laughs> which i don't i don't want to give away Nope, because... don't. Yep, I think that's uh, <laughs> that's, that's a good place for us to start stop. So, um, a little blurb is uh, be there on uh, on March fourteenth. Yep, we'll be there downtown San Diego. Downtown San Diego. All right, uh, and uh, yep, we'll be caught up on episodes by then, yeah. right, guys? And uh, yeah, they'll be able to get this totally. Just notice. All right, perfect. If not, tell everybody. Um, so, uh, we'll jump straight into our movie of the week this week. Uh, no matter what you call it, Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn, or Birds of Prey colon Harley Quinn, or Harley Quinn colon Birds of Prey. Uh, ben, what is it about? A wealthy San Francisco socialite pursues a potential boyfriend to a small Northern California... T- wait, for when, berserk, when birds of all kinds only begin to attack people. Oh, that's that's a synopsis for the birds. Sorry. Okay. Uh, a horde of mutated birds. This a that's birdemic. Okay. A married woman realizes how unhappy her marriage. That's eat, pray, love. That is eat, pray, love. Uh, a washed-up superhero actor attempts to revive his fading career by directing. Hancock. No, that's that's no. Birdman. That's. Oh, oh shit! Uh, de- right. Detective Carter and Lee head to Hong Kong for a vacation, but become embroiled in a counterfeit money skit. That's right. That's Rush Hour Two. You know what? I don't got anything. Yeah, I, I don't got it. I don't know what this is because it, it, the title. I, I don't. I don't. I don't know what to look for. Yeah. What What part is it that you're supposed yeah. to focus on? And I think that's part of the, like the thing that everybody else, that you were talking about with us. Is that there was so much confusion about what kind of movie this is? Um, can you go into that? Yeah, a little I mean, bit? Uh, well, it's called Birds of Prey: The Fantabulous Emancipation of a Harley Quinn, and Harley Quinn's this name at the at the end. And everyone I've talked to, well, that isn't you know following this movie you know to the T, you know that's heard of it, doesn't even know it's a it's a DC movie. You know, it's a 
I think it was very poor marketing on its part. I, for one, you know, have rarely seen any commercials for it. And I do know that the very first trailer that came out for it didn't even, like, give any kind of glimpse of what the plot was about or anything. It was, it, it seemed like a fashion shoot almost of uh, Margot Robbie kind of prancing around and, like, showing off the new, like, uh, new costume for, uh, for Harley Quinn along with some other cast members. It was kind of confusing. I'm like, what is this movie about? I don't even know. Am I supposed to be excited for this? Mm. So I, I think the marketing was really all over the place. And, you know, them holding the uh, the trailers until very close to release, I, I don't think that helped either. So I, I, w I would say this is probably a slight against the, uh, the marketing guys on this one because, I mean... It did pretty well with audiences and with critics, so I don't know what happened. <laughs> you think it was maybe it was trying too hard to be kind of like, like the title wise, or trying to pitch it almost like this. I don't know, trying to almost like Deadpool. I don't know if that the way to, to explain it, but it's like almost like kind of like Deadpool esque with the marketing campaign. Kinda, I I feel like they just don't know what they're doing at this point because the, it seems like the. The creative team or the creative collective for the DC movies or the DC universe is really up in arms and they're just like, okay, you know, it's been like how many years since we started this stupid thing? We need to do something with it, you know? So they're just like throwing a whole bunch of ideas at the wall and it's like, okay, let's try this. Let's try that. Let's try to you know, appeal to this crowd or this crowd or this crowd. And, you know, it, it's, it's, it's a weird thing because the one movie that like they butchered the most and stabbed to death was their most successful which was like well suicide squad which, which is oh really dumb. yeah i mean well i guess that wasn't the most successful one but it was pretty damn successful for what they had i would say in terms of dollar wise not quite uh right. actually for dollar wise i think it was uh aquaman that was the most profitable oh i i enjoyed that one quite a bit though um yeah, but I think I, I agree with you. It seemed like it was all over the place. It was trying to be too many things. Harley Quinn, obviously, is the the screen grabber. That should have been the first thing that was across the headline. That probably would have probably helped yeah. it a little bit. Um, I think on its own as a movie, I thought it was okay. Um, Birds of Prey, I think, required a lot of background because I think that's not a very uh, – that's not the most popular group. And, you know, some of the names that got dropped in there – um, in terms of like characters and stuff like that, I was like, oh, I've heard of that one in this other DC related TV show or whatever. Um, you know, one being uh, uh, like, you know, if you watch any of the stuff or you read any of it, it's like a uh, Huntress and uh, and Laurel Lance. I mean, if you didn't watch uh, Arrow or like Flash, you'd probably be like, who the hell are those two? And after like, it's like many many seasons to be able to get that part. Um, but so I can kind of have a feeling for what I think you're going to say about it. So I'll leave some room for, for Stu. Stu, what were your thoughts on uh, Birds of Prey or? Uh, so I went into it, not really, not really familiar with the expanded DC universe. Um, so uh, I just kind of assumed that the Birds of Prey were like a, you know, a, you know, a group like Avengers or the, the uh, shit. What are they called in Guardians? The no, the other the the Ravagers or not Ravagers? No, not the shit. The Sliced. Avengers? No, Sliced alone. Sliced alone. Ravagers. 
No, they it was him and like a his oh. his group of friends. They were like a squad. Ravagers was the gang. Um, I don't know. It was the the shit. The Expendables. Oh, oh that one. That's there you go. Yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Okay. Rambo. Anyways, uh, <laughs> Rocky. Yeah. Uh, 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 Nighthawk. Um, the Judge Dreads. Yeah, the Judge. The Judge Dreads. Um, I can continue your thought. I don't even know if I had a thought, but um, I just, I just kind of went in expecting just like a Harley Quinn movie, and then like the Birds of Prey would be kind of just a kind of explained to me and i guess it kind of was uh but for the most part i was kind of mixed on this movie um i felt like for the number of things that in it that i liked there were like for every one thing i liked there was probably like two things i didn't like Mm. so uh i'd probably give it a six and a half okay ben yeah kind of similar with Stu. i mean it, it was very uneven for me you know it's uh it was very stylish. It was just all over the place. And I, I get that. That's, I, I think that's one of the shticks that they're going for. That Harley is, you know, she's narrating the movie and she's a little scatterbrained, right? So, of course, her story's all over the place. But I mean, at the same time, if you're looking at the story underneath it and connect all the pieces, it still is a scrambled mess, you know? We, everyone's spread so thin. They're trying to introduce all these different characters all at the same time. And you have, like, no background information on any of them. And they just come off as, like, really... Not even two-dimensional. Just, like, one-dimensional, almost. If that could be a thing. It, it felt almost like Suicide Squad again. Yeah. Where, like, Suicide Squad was just... There was just too many people yeah. in it. Yeah, and it even had the same, like, graphics and all the same, you know, little... Uh, Art yeah, style. Yeah, so... It, I, I don't know. It's like, I'm, I'm very split on it. But I, I won't... You know, I can't lie and say I did not enjoy some of the parts... And it's not that some parts were done extremely horribly bad. It's just that some of it was a little bland or confusing to me. So I, I would have to say, yeah, like a six for me. Okay. Well, I'm along the same lines. I would give it a six. It was entertaining, but I felt like you guys were... N- I couldn't put my finger on it trying to figure out why I felt kind of almost like it was very jarring. But then you guys nailed it on the head. Like, literally, it's like, boom, here's this character. Da, 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 da. Wait, hold on. Let me go backwards. Oh, wait, boom. There's this character. And if you were to take all of the pieces, like you were saying, and you were to put it into like a just like linear kind of movie, it's like, oh, this is how we got from start to end. You may have maybe 25 or 30 minutes of a movie in terms of like actual timeline if you didn't do the backtracking. And the, I feel like I was talking to a coworker of mine. They were saying like, oh, they felt like it was really like scattered. I know what they were trying to accomplish with this movie, right? You want to establish baseline you want to establish oh these guys weren't supposed to kind of team up or whatever and at the end of the day you know girl power um but at the same time it's just like it was trying to do too many things it should have just been if it was a harley quinn movie about you know her kind of venturing on her own let her do it that way that should have been it right trying to introduce all these elements just it 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 tried to appeal to too many things and it i think it lost its way when that did yeah i agree Okay. Um, any other generalized thoughts you guys have before we jump into the spoiler zone? Oh, uh, in terms of the fight scenes and everything, there were a few that are like, oh, that's pretty cool. 
And I would say that, you know, the, the fight scenes were definitely choreographed. You know, it wasn't just a whole bunch of shaky cam, cut, 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 you know, nonsense. But a lot of the times I was looking at these fight scenes, I'm like, man, this is really bland and kind of uninteresting. You know, it's not very imaginative or anything. I mean, some fight scenes had it. Some were really cool, like the first shootout scene with uh, with Huntress. <clears throat> oh, right. Oh, right. spoilers. Oh. Who said that? Man, <laughs> Sorry, water? something in my you throat. Need, yeah, hang on, let me let me get let yeah. me drink this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, other than that, I. <laughs> oh, I didn't get it. Oh man, still man. still back. It's a tickle. You know, that's what it is. It's man, tickling. You, really, you got that back. checked out. It might be coronavirus or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah uh, Ben, can you go grab Stu a glass oh, of water yeah, sure. while yeah. I ask uh, Stu some other yeah, questions? Yeah, sure. yeah, Stu, any other generalized thoughts before we jump into the spoiler zone? Uh, no, I think we should just dive on in. Um, okie dokie. Oh, before we do that, let's, uh, you know, let's protect some of our listeners. If they don't want to have this movie spoiled, but they want to know what movie we're going to watch next. I'm pretty sure we're all in agreement. It's going to be Sonic the Hedgehog. Yes. Okay, cool. Excellent. I hope they play Green Hills though. Oh, Jesus. That would be amazing. 10 out of 10. <laughs> I bet the entire movie is just that on loop for an hour. <laughs> Although they, they do that or Chemical Zone, damn, that's it, game over. Oh shit! Ooh. That's when the hype. That's when the Ooh. hype starts. Although I hope they don't do it like uh, in when we saw Power Rangers, uh, where they brought back the original theme for like a half yeah, second. No, it needs to be like just interwoven throughout the film. You yeah, you yeah. need to literally lean into this. Lean into the nostalgia. Yeah. Okay, all right, we're going to enter the uh, spoiler zone. Thank you, Ben, for uh, picking up yeah. a glass of water, Stu. I hope yeah, you're okay. <clears throat> yeah, I think yeah. I'm good now. <clears throat> Excellent. All right, we're jumping into the spoiler zone. You have been warned. You already know what our movie of the week is. If you don't want it, this week to be spoiled, then uh, we'll see you guys next week. And then always come back and listen to it again so that way we get credit. Sounds yeah. great. Okay, perfect. All right, we're in the spoiler zone. All right, Ben, you were talking about what? Oh, yeah, the... Uh, was it about your first, uh, the first encounter between Huntress and uh, no, Harley it was Quinn? The, when they were going back and showing what happened during the shootout between some people at a restaurant, I guess. I'm not, not for sure. Oh, uh, that that she was lining up to kill the uh, the mafia family that took over. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I, I'm not really sure. I just know that it was the policewoman, and she was like trying to recreate the crime scene. And just shows her walking yep. in and doing that quick little shootout. I thought that was set up and executed pretty well. You know, it was really short. It was really sweet. But, you know, it, it, you know they knew what they were doing. And it translated really well into that one particular scene. But, however, every other scene, I can't really remember too many fight scenes where I'm like, oh, yeah, that was really cool. I remember there were a lot of fight scenes. I just don't really have any ones that are extremely memorable except, like, oh, hey... You know, Harley Quinn is doing cocaine and she's fighting people. That one was pretty nice. That's it, though. That's about it. Um, it was it just okay? Since you mentioned that, I felt like that first scene kind of reminded me of. I don't know if this sounds blasphemous or not, but it kind of felt like it borrowed some elements from John Wick. Like that first oh. scene, right? Where it's like very yeah, technical. It got very technical, and I was like, "Oh man, this is gonna be really good." And then I think what you're talking about is the drop off that literally. That setup, because that happens at the very beginning of the movie, and I was like, "Dang, yeah. we are in for a freaking treat!" And then all of a sudden, every other fight scene looks like it was like done by somebody who had no idea 
how to put together a fight, or maybe that was what they were going for, is that Huntress is supposed to be, like, this really, like, uh, really calculated, like, tactical, like, very, like, assassin-sound killer, you know, who's had years and years of training, lots of, like, premeditated thoughts of how she's going to do it, and then every other fight that has Harley Quinn in it, even though there's certain portions where I'm like, whoa, that was pretty, that was pretty, that was, like, pretty creative in how it's done, but I feel like there's creative elements that are peppered in, but it feels like the person who put together those choreographed fight scenes either just gave up or they gave it to somebody else and said, well, these were ideas that somebody else had, but unfortunately you're going to have to execute. Yeah. Them. So does that kind of sound yeah, right? So it's funny you say specifically John Wick, cause uh, I guess he was brought in to actually oversee an under uncredited role fight scenes. Keanu Reeves. No. Chad Stileski. What? Yeah. Chad Stileski, or otherwise known as the director of John Wick series. Yeah. Very good. Wow. So I, yeah. I picked it up. Oh, man, yeah. that was, that's <laughs> I know, cool. right? So, I mean, there's definitely his elements then, in there. It's just, I don't know. Maybe it was just because he was just brought in as uh, someone to oversee the action scenes and, you know, not really taking a big role. He, you know, helped a little bit and didn't put too much effort into it, but i was definitely getting those vibes from it you know it had some of that element and some of that energy of john wick where it's like very raw and visceral but still very choreographed and that you could see everything that's going on you know like it had a certain sharpness to some of the the movements and then some of the like the way that the scenes were put together but then there was also some parts where i was just like who put this together is this a home video I don't know if you guys are on the same boat as me as far as this goes. I'm in, in agreement, but I want to see if, if we're talking about uh, the same type of scenes. Like, one of my favorite uh, fight scenes was when uh, Harley Quinn enters the police station with a grenade launcher. Oh, that was That was one of my favorite ones, mainly because, A, um, it's, you know, because I'm a... I'm a a stickler for this but like it was very um well done well kind of planned out for how many rounds she yeah had. and you know she clearly she showed they're showing you like you you can clearly see how many grenades she has on her belt so each time she reloads and shoots someone and then plus you know each grenade is either like some kind of colored smoke or glitter or like a glitter bomb um that was pretty cool um and just like the way that you know, she would either shoot someone with it and then, like, use the grenade launcher as a weapon and then, like, in, in the same motion, reload it and then shoot it again at someone. That was just... I, I really enjoyed yeah, that scene. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed that scene. But at the same time, the stickler in me is like, how was she able to get through this police station without, like... Nobody else getting there? You no, mean? There's nobody like, else Yeah, it's, it's a, it's a think... place full of cops and everything. I'm just watching her do this. Or everyone goes at yeah. her with a baton. You know? Maybe because they're... Maybe... Maybe, uh, you know, if you listen to people these days uh, on the YouTube comments and the news comments, uh, they're doing exactly what they would want police to do is not use their guns. Uh, yeah, non-deadly uh, force. Yeah. Even though she has oh, non-lethal, she has a sorry. weapon and she's aimed it. It's non-le- her weapon's non-lethal, though. Yeah, because she was shooting beanbags at people. Yeah, beanbags and, and smoke bombs. And but could they ascertain that very quickly in that? In that situation, though, did they? All right, yeah. stickler and you is correct. I, yeah, I, I, no, I don't know. I see a grenade launcher. I'd be like, screw I would, this. <laughs> I would say, I would say, I would agree, but I will, gi- I will give them 
I'll give them the benefit of the doubt that once she started shooting uh, smoke and glitter to obscure the entire scene yeah. from anyone else looking in, then perhaps maybe then they wouldn't really know what's going on. Because uh, they didn't want to maybe shoot an innocent bystander. I can suspend they my disbelief I can see that for that. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with it. Because it was just so dang... Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. I was just like, I will give what? You that. It was very, very fun to watch that scene. Yeah, so I, I agree with you, Sue. That was awesome, the fact that like they kind of... like, Yeah, that was a really well done scene. I think for me, where it started falling apart, though, is where you guys are talking about, is kind of towards the end, once you start having everyone fighting to like at the same yeah. time oh yeah 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 and that circle thing with like all yeah. the, like, the hands that was really and stuff. weird it's just like dude you're surrounded and there's four of you how the also ben if you want to talk about you know how come the cops didn't do you know whatever there are like a hundred or two hundred dudes at the end of the yeah. movie i'm sure most of them had yeah. guns like what, what was that how what the... was that <laughs> How come they didn't use any of the guns? Yeah, nobody who went inside. <laughs> no, had no, a gun. no. Let's, let's back up a little bit further. Why were there so many fucking people there? Okay, from if we're looking at this from a plot perspective, like it was just supposed to be Harley Quinn with a girl, right? And then what was it? Black Canary and Victor Zaz was supposed to go and like you know pick her up and like kill Harley, right? That's it. So why did he bring up? He but he told her, but he told her that he uh, that she betrayed him, and so I'm sure that they probably figured that they were gonna like team up together. So he brought a whole uh, army. All right. Yeah, I think okay. it's a it's a major plot hole. I, I won't say plot hole. It just doesn't seem very logical. Plot plausible. Yeah, plausible. I mean. Plotsible. Plotsible. I mean, just that. Yeah, that whole end sequence just really fell apart because it was just like, why are these people fighting together? How come the the cop lady can fight? What what what's her superpower? She has like handcuffs. Is that it? She has handcuffs. Great. Her her superpower is the law <laughs> that she doesn't have because she turned in her badge and her gun. So she has nothing. Classic. I thought it was it was trying so hard to be tongue in cheek, but then at the same at the very end, I was just kind of like. I feel like they wanted to show off that like Harley Quinn could do a movie on her own, but at the same time that she's nothing without the Joker. I don't know if that's the way I should have interpreted it, but that's the way it felt yeah. to me. I don't know. I was getting very mixed signals from this movie. Yeah, I think it's a little ironic that the whole movie they spend the whole movie saying how like, oh Harley Quinn, you you can't stand on. You need the Joker. Wow, you can't stand on your own, and then they kind of force this ensemble together. And honestly, I think that this movie would have been better if it was just a Harley Quinn movie and not a Birds of Prey yeah, movie. Yeah, it, it was definitely, like, way too many characters, way too spread thin for it to have any kind of substance for me. Because you don't really get to know any of the other characters, really. I mean, you get some bits and quips from each of them. And it's just like, ha ha ha, that's such a thing about them. But it's just, it's very superficial. <laughs> Yeah, and then they turn out to be like this vigilante group that like fights crime all of a sudden. I was like, what makes you think that they did? They shouldn't have just like I don't know turned into a villain group. I thought that's the way this was gonna go. Is that the four of them were gonna all work together, and then they were just gonna become this like super villain yeah. group. Yeah, and I don't, I don't think I've ever seen or read anything about Harley Quinn being a, a, uh, like a good guy or good person, like on the on the side of justice which almost was like borderline 
that's what she was doing or even associating like she seemed like she was on pretty good terms on the group who was starting to fight crime but like she herself is a criminal well she just can't help it that's harley quinn and one of the scenes though i i really did like was watching that guy make oh the egg God. sandwich that scene was amazing oh i so I, wanted that was egg sandwich. probably my favorite felt scene. so much pain for her Oh yeah, the whole the whole thing when she's trying to eat yeah. it, and then that was probably the biggest tragedy. I know, of that movie. seriously, like all that effort, all that. Oh man, that looked like such a great sandwich too. I don't even know how they, like, made it look so good, like the fried egg and everything. It was just like, oh my god. Ugh, it's it's because it is good. Damn it. The okay. I can't wait for the the, the babish oh. video for that. Oh yeah. Seriously. <laughs> yeah, for sure. All right. Um. Any other thoughts before we go ahead and wrap this one up? Did you guys stick around for those uh, stingers? I mean, I heard heard about it. I didn't really want to stick around. Yeah. I I looked at it. I was <laughs> uh when I was in the theater. I was I was kind of like I was looking on my phone to see what it was. I'm like, oh okay. Uh, I'll I'll stay for this. And then I guess there was like a kid, a dad, and like a family, small family, and they were they were tossing like their they were waiting for the stinger too and so but they were tossing like her the kids uh toy stuffed animal around and i wasn't paying attention all of a sudden i look up and i see this flying this stuffed animal just come flying at my head <laughs> what and i guess because she like threw it up and straight into the air or at least she thought she threw it straight in the air but it ended up like going back towards me nice so so i got hit in the face with a stuffed animal nice noise just to just stick around for a stinger that i was like <laughs> in the well, face yeah as i was like i'll stick around for something batman related but um i wish they would have shown some kind of batman though like even just like a little bit just like a he's he's jumping off you know running away or just a little hit just a tiny you know, hit just a little just hit, hit. Just, a, just a little bit you know like joker didn't do it and uh this one didn't do it you know come on Let's, let's get some Batman. Like, like the whole like. Let me put it to you like this: in the beginning of the movie, when she blows up the Ace Chemical yeah. Plant, how the fuck is Batman not going to show up to yeah, that? Yeah, seriously, scene? or to any of this, really? I mean, just like, <laughs> like, come on, come on, come on, bats. Well, we're getting a new Batman, so I mean, Ben Affleck's out. That's... Yeah, I know. Who would you have to to to, to shoot that scene? It, it didn't even have to be one of the actual actors. It could have just been like. A glimpse of some guy in a yeah. bat suit. Oh yeah, it's like perched on a on yeah. gargoyle, or like you know, arriving just as the scene is ending, or like Harley Quinn scene is ending and Batman arrives right afterwards, yeah. or something like you see bat, or, or even just, just the Batmobile. Yeah. Oh yeah, I was gonna say, I was like, oh that would have been perfect. Yep, I would have definitely been happy with that. Um, I guess before we before we uh, close this one out, did they really explain why Harley and the Joker broke up? No, it wasn't okay. it. Really, so we're just it, supposed to. Was it not related to Suicide Squad? They were broken up in Suicide Squad? Well, like, he did, the Joker did something, I remember vaguely, and he, like, left Harley Quinn behind or something, right? Or no? Am I misremembering that? He, like, abandoned her? I might be misremembering. I just assumed it was something, that thing that I might have made up in my head about Suicide Squad. Well, I just wanted to make sure I didn't miss something, but, eh, whatever. But yeah, not in the movie, they didn't, they didn't explain all right. Uh, any other thoughts before we wrap this one up in a tight little package? I I uh, I wasn't a fan of the outfit, the Harley Quinn outfit she was wearing at the end. That's 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 all. 
I was sad that they didn't let her reprise her role as Daddy's Little Monster. Yeah. Or even just like a more classical Harley Quinn. Not classical, but you know. But this is the new Harley. Just have to deal with it. Yeah, but like this, or at least something along those lines, because the yellow overall suspenders was, I don't know. That's just, that doesn't look like Harley Quinn. Didn't do it for you, huh? It was doing it for me. All right, well, uh, oh, wait, one one more thing. Oh, ooh, ah. Um, I did for some. Do you do you guys remember Suicide Squad that much? I didn't want to. Oh, what? Eh. Um. Well, I wouldn't yeah, say. I guess I, I. I can't even use that much of a. Right. I, but I will say this. I think from what I remember about Suicide Squad, I think she did a much better. Margot Robbie played a much uh, better Harley Quinn this time around than in Suicide Squad because. I feel like in this one, she had more of that kind of like, you, you know, Mr. J, that kind of uh, almost uh, accent. Cartoony. I guess. Yeah, yeah more cartoonish cartoony. accent. Whereas I think in Suicide Squad, she was just talking like she was Margot Robbie. Yeah, makes sense. So I was I enjoyed that a little bit. Oh, you didn't like the uh, the, the over-accentuated uh, Boston accent? I don't even know if it's Boston, but... Uh, I don't even... I, I, no, I, I'm saying I do like play, that. Play, Oh, you wanted the you wanted the playfulness and uh, yeah, I liked I liked that she played it more like how Harley Quinn actually has been portrayed in like the animations. So. Mm, maybe the reason why she's like that is because she's in love with the Joker, and now that they're broken up, mm. she's more real. But you know what? This is the Harley that you're gonna get. Just just eat it, okay? Okay. Take Fine, your I medicine. Damn. Egg and cheese sandwich. Mm. Please. Mm, that is the real MVP of this movie. Without that sandwich, I think this movie would have been lost. Yep. It's a saving yep. grace. If you're a fan of egg and cheese sandwiches, go see Birds of Prey, uh, Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn, The Harley Quinn Story. I will say there will be one more. There will be a spinoff from this. It's the Harley Quinn and Joker film. It's untitled currently right now, but it has been... Is it still uh, going to be writing? Who's going to yeah. be Joker? Oh, is it Jared Leto still? I think it's going to be Jared Leto. Jared Leto, whatever. Uh, I don't know. Let him fight it out. See who can uh, get the skinniest. <laughs> it's going to be Joaquin <laughs> Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be to- two totally different movies happening at the same time. <laughs> oh man! Oh, one of them will be a stunt double for the other. Or they'll just switch uh, off halfway uh, through and the then, movie. Ha- and yeah, ha- yeah, exactly. Halfway through the movie. <laughs> Halfway through the movie, Joaquin Phoenix becomes the lead, and then the other, and then Jared yeah. Leto becomes the. And for some player. reason, uh, Jared Leto's in blackface. <laughs> <laughs> he becomes everybody's stunt Suck double. This. <laughs> <laughs> Even I'm right. getting too old for this shit. All right, all right, let's wrap it. Let's. Uh, we'll go ahead and exit the uh, the spoiler zone. Uh, gentlemen, as always, it's been a pleasure. Uh, so. Tune in next week. We'll be covering Sonic the Hedgehog. As always, I am your host, David. Oh, I'm Stuart. Don't forget to tip your rating. Join us next week. We'll see you then. Goodbye.